Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 288. Let's go ahead and jump right in. I'm going to start with a couple of updates on some things that I've talked about over the last couple of weeks, starting with the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, if you've followed the last episode or the last couple of episodes, last week uh, I shared how we were still waiting on our application and that at the time of recording, which was a few days before the episode aired, I had shared how, uh, you know, if you'd been following the news, you would have seen that the Paycheck Protection Program was basically depleted of funds. And um, and so we were still waiting to hear back on our application. We ha- actually hadn't had any formal communication about the status from our bank. Uh, as of the airing of the episode on Thursday, the news, uh, it was announced that Congress was working to pass and supplement or re-up additional funds to that program. And I think it was on Friday where that that got approved. And so we got an email from our bank basically saying um, that uh, our application is going to get rolled over into that uh, for consideration so we don't have to uh, submit any additional paperwork. So I'm guessing that we were just stuck in limbo while the banks are still trying to figure out, you know, sort this out basically what's left and uh, whether or not uh, they're going to get additional funds my point is is that this is just the whole process of applying for loans and grants and just seeing what the wait time on these things are it's so unpredictable and all you can do is i mean you, you just do the best that you can and and hope for the best but i wanted to share that update now i want to remind you if you're a small business and you need to apply for this program, uh, do start with the uh, with your bank's website. And most small business banks that are SBA lenders are participating in this program. And as I mentioned before, this particular program, the Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP, is actually being executed through SBA lender banks. Uh, so you may want to weigh that. Uh, also, talk to your business accountant and a business lawyer if you have one. I, I always recommend consult with those experts first before you apply for any program. And obviously, you know, read through the program, see what the uh, terms and conditions and implications are for your business. Uh, I've been sleeping a lot better. And I've talked about this as one of my challenges during this whole pandemic is uh, just being off kilter with my sleep. I am getting to a much more normal sleep pattern. I am sleeping much better too. The quality has definitely improved. And I've, I've made progress working on my different projects, including you know, helping my dad with his business matters. We're still running his Poshmark store. It's one of the only current lifelines we have. Speaking of Poshmark, I'm writing the book on that. I've actually had someone reach out to me on LinkedIn who is a Poshmark seller who's really uh, excited and interested in reading that book. So I'm about halfway through revising it, and I'm hoping to start the process of working with an editor in the next couple of weeks. And fingers crossed, I'd like to have this book out uh, either by summer or early fall. So that's my goal. Uh, Today, I want to turn my attention to how my life has changed in terms of health. And uh, I want to share something. I don't really talk about this very often, but I have two health conditions that I've had uh, since I was a teenager, one of which is pretty benign. It's not something that I really have to do a lot with. Uh, It's vitiligo. It's a uh, skin disorder. 
And actually, I, th I think I read a statistic that quite a few people have it, much more so now than used to be. But it causes a discoloration of the skin, basically a loss of pigment. And it's usually pretty patchy. And I talked about this uh, in my TEDx. So if you want to learn more about it, uh, do check that out. The, the biggest thing with vitiligo is that because it causes certain parts of your skin to lose pigment, you, you really want to avoid um, too much exposure to the sun because it can be very sensitive. And obviously being indoors a lot, that's not as big of an issue. I do still try to get out and get some fresh air. I just always have to be a little bit careful. I, I usually wear a hat and uh, sunglasses and stuff, uh, even if it's not that that bright out. Uh, so uh, just, you know, that's just basically a fairly benign skin condition. The other one is more serious. It's also one I've had since I was a teenager is that I have hypertension. I have high blood pressure. Now, unlike a lot of uh, cases with hypertension where a lot of it is lifestyle driven, mine is uh, a particular or unusual case where they don't really know why I have hypertension. It, it, no matter, we, we've done everything. I mean, I've, I live a pretty healthy lifestyle. I'm very active. I monitor what I eat. And yet, everything I ever tried, it, it, I just had this abnormally high blood pressure. So I've been on medication uh, uh, for the longest time since I was basically since I since the my late teens, college years, and I probably will be for the rest of my life. And fortunately, that does a very good job of controlling it. Um, and what I wanted to share is that this is something that I work with my physician, and it's really one of the most important things that we check during uh, my annual physical. Which brings me to what is it like to have a health condition and a physical during this pandemic. Well, last week was when I was scheduled to have my physical. And normally that would entail me going to my doctor's office, uh, my doctor taking the measurements, including my blood pressure, and then doing the blood work. Well, obviously, because of the current situation we're in now, we couldn't do it that way. So my uh, appointment actually got moved to a telemedicine. If you've ever heard of what a telemedicine is, it's a virtual uh, physical where we did it over a video chat. I got a text message saying that we're going to move your appointment to telemedicine video chat. They sent me a link. They asked me to log on 15 minutes beforehand. And because I've had uh, high blood pressure for, for years, I monitor it on my own, and, and I do have a home measuring device. This is basically a little device with an arm, one, one of those arm wraps so I can measure my blood pressure. So I made sure to get current measurements, and I try, and I'm not always good with this, but I try to measure it fairly regularly, and I've gotten a lot better with that, actually. And uh, I was able to get some measurements, and uh, that really helped my doctor. So I was able to give her the basics of what she needed to, to kind of talk me through uh, how we're doing on that front. And fortunately, I want to report that I'm doing pretty well with it. I, I'm pleasantly surprised, a little pleasantly surprised, because we're under the most stressful circumstances right now. And as I was mentioning, I wasn't getting a great sleep over the last couple of weeks. So for me, this was this was great. And I, I was really pleased with that. Now, what's interesting is that and what's great is that my doctor's office is actually going to do a part two sometime later in the summer when once they do reopen, once we have a better idea of when things are going to reopen, where they're going to have me come in and then do the rest of the physical with the blood work and all of that kind of stuff. But um, I wanted to share with the rest of this episode some of the things that I've been doing uh, throughout uh, and even more so now 
just focusing on my health and my blood pressure to, to keep it controlled. Now, I want to start off by saying I'm not a medical expert, and this is something that I do. It may not necessarily work for you. If you have hypertension, obviously, you need to consult with your doctor to work with him or her to get it under control. But I will share what I do and really what has helped me. First of all, I do take my medication. I take it daily. Uh, you know, it's not always fun to have to do that, but it's just, it's it's really important and it helps keep me and my blood pressure under control. Uh, the one thing, the things that I uh, have also been working on to really help that is really focusing on getting better sleep. And as I've mentioned, that book, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, really, really dives into the connection between good sleep and overall health, including blood pressure. And I have a better understanding of the connection between the two. And there's a lot of anecdotes and there's a lot of evidence that, you know, the less sleep you get, the higher it raises your blood pressure. So focusing on good sleep has been a priority for me. I always exercise in the morning. Normally, when I have access to, to a gym, I spend about an hour at the gym early in the morning. Nowadays, you know, I try to at least get 30 to 40 minutes of cardio, if nothing else, in the morning. Now, exercise will initially raise your blood pressure, so it's usually not a good idea to measure it right after you work out. It just it gets the heart working, it gets the blood flowing, and it's just that physical activity is really good to reduce stress. After that, I do a cool down, and uh, I, I don't normally like taking baths, but I have found that actually taking a hot bath for about 10 to 15 minutes really helps just, you know, calm things down, relaxes me, and then I will shower because I really don't like baths. I'll shower, get ready for the day, and then uh, I have found, and I've been integrating this practice over the last couple of weeks, and it's really helped a lot, is that I have started meditating a lot more, and I use the Calm app, which is recommended to me by my friend Angelo, and uh, it's been fantastic, and there are a lot of different programs, a lot of different meditation sets. Even if you just use the free version, there's a lot of options for you. I just do 10 minutes and focus on slowing my breathing, just stretching it out using a four-count inhale, hold, four-count exhale. I'll do that, focus on my breathing, and then what I will do is I'll just, after that, I will just relax, listen to some jazz, I love Coltrane. I've been listening to Coltrane almost every day, and it's really helped with my concentration and relaxation. And then what I will do is then I will measure my blood pressure before I start my day. And I have found that uh, my blood pressure numbers have been great over the last couple of weeks, and and I intend to keep it that way. So this is actually a routine that um, has worked well for me. And obviously, the medication is doing a lot of heavy lifting, but keeping a good lifestyle, also staying hydrated. I've been drinking a lot of water. I think all of those things contribute to overall health. Again, I want to reiterate, I'm not a medical expert, so do consult with your doctor if you have this or any other condition. But uh, I hope you're all staying safe. I hope you're all well. And uh, take care. I'll be back next week. Have a good one.